You're listening to the Sheep Spot Podcast, a show for hand spinners about making yarns we love. Hey there, Sheep Spotters. Welcome to episode 21 of the Sheep Spot Podcast. I'm Sasha from sheepspot.com, where we offer diverse hand-dyed wools and the information and support you need to make them into beautiful yarns. So today, um, today's going to be a little experimental because I didn't actually write out my whole script. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, maybe it'll be an experiment that never occurs again, but we'll see. Um, today, I am going to be talking about six ways to bust a spinning rut. And this is a topic that I am thinking a lot about, obviously, as I prepare to embark on teaching Sheepspot's first ever online spinning class, which is on the topic of busting out of a spinning rut. But uh, I always like to give people uh, a sense of what what's coming and also the opportunity to uh, just a little taste of, of what's coming. So if you're thinking about the class, this might help you make up your mind. But also, if you are, um, for whatever reason, not interested in the class, I've basically come up with a uh, resource guide for you for this week, a downloadable PDF that would actually let you... Um, do the course as a kind of self-study if you were so inclined. So I have listed the six ways to bust a a spinning rut. And I've also given you a bunch of resources for each of them, things that you could seek out on your own. Um, And it may be that uh, if you are in a rut, that um, some of these may be more appealing than others and you don't want to be sort of marched through them, and that's fine. Um, You could just sort of pick and choose and uh, pursue it on your own using this, um, I have to say, fabulous PDF. The PDF downloads have undergone a bit of a redesign, and they are a lot more uh, user-friendly in terms of... uh, in terms of how they look. And they're also a lot more attractive and they use color. So um, definitely check it out if you haven't yet. So I'm just going to get right into it. So the first way, six ways to bust out of a spinning rut. Now here's how you know, let's start with this. Here's how you know when you're in a spinning rut. Um, You're in a spinning rut basically, when you are spinning the same yarn over and over and over again. For me, that is a two-ply, short forward draw with twist between my hands, about a sport or DK weight. Uh, Yeah, that's the yarn that I spin over and over again. That's my Netflix yarn. And it's my default yarn. It's the one I don't have to think about. It's my hands just kind of do it. Now I can spin, because I'm pretty careful about not getting into a rut, I can spin lots of yarns 
Um, but sometimes if my life is crazy and I'm really just spinning to relax and I'm not very focused on what I'm making, it's more about just the process and, um, you know, getting me into that fabulous spinning happy place. If that's the case, then I am going to spin that yarn over and over again. And so, and it's, it has happened that I have spun just basically the same skein of yarn in different colors over and over again for about six months. So, um, and that's fine. If you are spinning a yarn you love and you're spinning it over and over again, and that's the yarn that you use in projects and you're happy with it, as I always say, go with God. There are no spinning police here. But if you are feeling a little stuck, maybe a little bored, or if you're a newish spinner and you feel like your repertoire is a little limited and there are some yarns you would like to be able to make but feel uh, a little stumped by, then this list is for you. So number one way to bust a spinning rut is to switch up your draft. So if you, um, even if you're working with the same kind of fiber that you're used, that you always use, and for most of us, that's prepared comb top, commercially, um, prepared top, drafting it in different ways will give you a very different yarn. So if you are spinning top with a short forward draw, try doing my default thing, which is letting a little bit of twist into the drafting zone. That'll give you a slightly fuzzier yarn. Or if you, the kittens are running around like crazy people, so you may hear them as they fling themselves through space. Um, sorry about that. Um, or if you, even if you have chrome top and that's all you have access to, that's all that's in your stash, try spinning it from the fold. Even spinning it short forward draw from the fold is going to give you a very different yarn um, than just spinning it from the tip short forward draw. But if you're really feeling adventurous, you could try spinning it long draw from the fold and you will have a much, much more woolen yarn. So even with the same prep, three different drafts, three different yarns. Uh, and if you haven't learned how to do long draw yet, um, it's so worth learning. And there are several resources in the resource guide that will help you with that. Um, that will, yeah, that will definitely help you get there. Long draw is really fun because it's really fast. And if you are needing to produce a lot of yarn in a, in a hurry, that's the way to go. On the other hand, if long draw is your default, then it might be fun to just try slowing down, doing a short forward draw, and spinning a worsted yarn for a change. Okay, so that's number one. Switch up your draft. Number two, spin a different prep. So if you mostly spin comb top, and most of us do, try getting your hands on some roving and give that a go. So roving is carded, but not combed. So that means it is going to have some, it might have some VM in it, might have some neps in it. So you might have to slow down to pick those out as you go. But uh, it is going to give you a really different yarn and the feel of it is very different than spinning top. 
I always like to start beginners with roving because it tends to want to sort of hang together um, as it meets the twist a bit more than some top does. Uh, so it has a very different feel to it. And I would recommend that you give it a shot if you haven't already. Or just if you've been in a comb top uh, phase for a long time, try try getting your hands on some roving. And that's something that you can do without any prep tools. Obviously, if you have prep tools, you could uh, card yourself up some Rolex. That's an option as well. Um, but I'm just trying to keep things as simple as possible for this, uh, for the purposes of this podcast. Another thing you could try, get yourself some silk hankies. They're incredibly fun to spin and really, really different than anything, um, anything that you can do with wool, really, um, either top or roving, or get yourself a really fun bat. Um, there's so many different ways to spin a bat that uh, I think your creativity will be sparked even before you start spinning as you contemplate all the wonderful possibilities. Number three, spin a new-to-you fiber. Oh, there are so many stash enhancement possibilities here. If you prefer to spin wool, try spinning a breed that you've never spun before. This is a great opportunity to spin a rare breed and support the folks who care for these wonderful, precious sheep. Or if you want to venture even further afield, try a short downy fiber like camel or a long slippery fiber like silk. If you usually spin protein fibers, give cotton a try. Um, all of these things will give your hands a different set of problems to solve and also your head give your head some different problems to solve as well and um, it can be really fun to just experiment with fibers that you haven't spun before you will definitely get different yarns um, and I've listed a bunch of different uh, resources that you can consult as you contemplate this possibility four change your diameter. Now, for most of us, diameter is the hardest thing about our default spinning to change. I know it is for me. Um, but practicing uh, spinning finer and thicker yarns is really good for your overall sort of spinning skill. And it also massively increases the uses that you can put your hand spun to. So I think that's a, that's a huge reason to do it. Um, yeah. So if you have trouble getting motivated for this, because it does require some concentration, this is, um, I think probably this bust your rut technique and the last one I'm going to talk about, which is spinning textured yarns. They're probably the ones that are going to require the most focus and energy. Um, so if you have trouble getting into getting motivated to try to change your diameter, I would work from the project backwards. So I would pick a project, a weaving project or a knitting project or a crochet project that you really want to do. And then 
make yourself spin the yarn that would be appropriate for that project. So um, pick something that isn't a gauge that you're not, that you don't usually work in. Um, if you're a sock knitter, try spinning a worsted weight yarn. Uh, or if you are a person who loves, loves to spin bulky yarns, try spinning for socks or lace. And uh, just let yourself enjoy all the project possibilities that that opens up. Number five, try a different yarn structure. Again, this is going to really open up possibilities in your spinning brain. So if you normally make two-ply yarns, make a singles yarn or make a three-ply yarn. Or branch out even further and try a cabled yarn or a boucle or any of the other... A cabled yarn is two two-plied yarns, two-ply yarns plied together. Um, and it has a almost kind of square structure to it uh, and a really distinctive look to it. Very different than a regular um, plied yarn. Boucle have those little, those fun little loops. Uh, there are millions of ways to do this. Uh, at the very least, I think it's, it's great to get yourself to the point where you're comfortable spinning a singles yarn, a two-ply yarn, and a three-ply yarn. Three-ply yarns are great for knitting. Um, anything with a, with a kind of solid fabric as opposed to lace, two-ply yarns are good for lace. Um, four-ply, great for cables. It'll really make them pop. Um, four-plies get a little more complicated, but not that much more complicated. Uh, but any of these are you know, they all have their uses and it's great to be able to uh, just, you know, really fine tune and get exactly the yarn you want. And structure is one way, one really important way to do that. And last but not least, number six, add some texture. So opening, opening up the world of textured yarns for yourself is... It's, an, it's a really amazing, fun experience if you haven't tried it yet. And I think that the process of learning how to spin some, even some fairly straightforward, simple textured yarns is, will make you a hugely better spinner because they really demand that you use, a lot of them really demand that you use your hands in a very different way. Um, than you do when you're spinning a smoother yarn. And that versatility in your hands will really translate into all the spinning that you do. So I think it's a, it's a really, really good um, way to grow as a spinner. It lets you make all sorts of cool things that you would not have been able to make otherwise. And um, it's just can be really, really fun. Um, and there's some some simpler ones to get started with. I think it's it's um, I would get started if I were new to textured yarns. I would get started with spinning a um, a slub yarn that has uh, regularly spaced deliberate slubs. That's quite simple once you get the hand uh, once you get the hand of it once you get the hang of it. Um, Core spun yarns, again, 
give you a really, really different look to your yarns and um, do ask you to use your hands in quite different ways. Um, but once you get the hang of it, fairly straightforward. And spiral plying will give you amazing um, textured yarns in a quite simple, with a quite simple technique. Um, they're all quite accessible with a bit of guidance and the right materials and some practice. So that is my list of six ways to bust yourself right out of a spinning rut. Uh, I will just mention again that the class on the online class that I'm teaching, Buster Spinning Ruts, is going to go on sale on the 27th of April. This is 2018, if you're listening in the future. And uh, I would absolutely love to have you join me if you feel like some com camaraderie and support uh, would be useful to you as you try to expand your spinning horizons. I would love to have you in the group and I would love to help you in whatever way I can. So if you're interested in that, head on over to the Sheepspot website, which is sheepspot.com and go to sheepspot.com slash online classes and sign up for the mailing list. That way you will get all the information as it becomes available. Uh, and I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to start sending stuff out next week about that. And the show notes for this episode will be at sheepspot.com slash podcast slash episode 21. And there will be a button that you can hit to download the uh, six ways to bust a spinning rut resource guide. And um, I hope if you do that you really enjoy it and find it useful. I am off to do some family business in New Jersey. So I'm away for a week, but I will um, absolutely be in touch when I get back. Um, the podcast will go up as, as normally scheduled on Fridays. So we try to get it up Fridays by noon. And that, as far as I know, is going to happen for the next couple of weeks, despite the fact that I'm going away. We're a little ahead of the, of the curve um, for the moment, at least. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next week. And in the meantime, go spin something.